All right, so uh, you ready? Are you gonna cam up? Or? Oh, you can't see me, huh? No. Okay, hold on one second. Guys, in this last text, I guess I was like everything's happening right now. So right now, I want to try to fit into your vision as much as possible. Boom, and then send a picture. There it is. Alright. Hey, there it is. Sip of coffee before I start. Alright. So tell everybody what's up. Tell, uh, say your name and uh, where you're from. For sure, for sure. My name is Diligent. Call me Diligent the Artist on Facebook. That's what the page says. Um, the Diligent One on Instagram, D-A-D-I-L-I-G-E-N-T, period one, the Diligent One. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just a loving representative of the Savior Jesus Christ, man. I'm trying to make sure I'm making famous as much as I possibly can and uh, let people know that <laughs> the truth sets free and that the truth loves them, you know? So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Uh, where, when and how did you uh, start making music? So I started off freestyling. Actually, I want to back up a little bit before I answer that question and say thank you, Brandon. I appreciate you for letting me have this opportunity to be on you. Um, that's something I wanted to get off my heart and just let you know how appreciative I am. Um, but yeah, back to that question, man. Like, I started started with music with freestyling, like just freestyle rapping. Um, very first time I got in front of this, like a crowd of people on a stage was just freestyling at a church. Um, there was a guest speaker that came and he like put on a beat and he started rapping himself and he was like anybody else can go off the dome anybody else can just freestyle and I was like I don't even know what that is but I just went up there in faith and the place went crazy when I was rapping so um, then I left music alone for a long time started getting involved in theater and arts and acting and stuff like that and then after that or around the same time Taekwondo you know martial arts martial arts was more against my will that was my dad telling me he wanted me to do something constructive with my time Um, so but then after all that, I got back into music again. Um, very first song I ever made and completed, started and completed from beginning to finish was Tell Me When to Praise. That was a Christian remix of, Christian remix cover of Tell Me When to Go by E-40 um, and Keep to Sneak. And uh, ministered that song like a year after I wrote it, um, two different churches and uh, met another Christian rapper by the name of Sequent. And now we're here man like me and sequin that's my brother-in-law that's my friend that's my brother that's my you know that's my ace right there man so he is yeah he's taught me pretty much everything i know like well he didn't teach me everything but like it was through him that i was able to experience the learning process of learning how to rap you know um breathing patterns when you're in the studio you know how to actually take your breaths how to actually write down bars that actually make sense like everything was like in and through um, Sequin and his label so yeah that's a little small it's pretty you know, awesome diagnosis of what took place so so uh, about a decade has gone by since I met you on uh, MySpace and MySpace time right. has changed uh, a lot since then 
times like really flown by like uh, uh, how how's things change and what what's kind of the same since uh, since we met like and and with music and everything. Bro, since then, I don't think I don't think honestly I don't think anything's changed. Um, well, no, I want to say my bad. I don't think everything's changed, but I don't think anything stayed the same. Like, like I, yeah, I think you can agree. Like we've become two completely different people. Um, looking back, you know, the MySpace days, right? And looking back till now, and it's like, well, like. Like, there's not anything about me that's similar to what... Uh, my theology has changed, how I look at the world has changed. Um, I think it's changed for the better, honestly. Oh, but yeah. I was more naive back then. Um, I had different tendencies about myself and dysfunctions that I didn't know at the time. Uh, so, yeah, I think everything's changed, man, honestly. And I think it's just going to keep changing as I grow. Um, yeah, how do you feel about that question? Like, you know, it's, where's your it, perspective? Yeah, same, same for me, just... Uh... I was getting into making cartoons. I went to Bible school and and stuff, and uh, just lots of change. You know, uh, the style of music has changed a lot from uh, way back then to now the 2000s era. Way back, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Crazy. So, who's some of your favorite uh, Christian rap and hip hop artists? <laughs> that's a good question I always laugh because I remember at one point it was hard for me to say this I, I never thought I'd be able to say this or imagine myself saying it but I can honestly confidently say that right now one of my favorite artists is myself um, I love hearing the visions that God gives me and hearing them accurately portrayed and decrypted and just laid down on you know in the studio it's like this is actually what I heard in my mind it is actually you know fluently and correctly being displayed in and through the sound waves. It's absolutely crazy. It's a miracle. Music is a miracle, man. Like I don't I don't know if you will understand like the the level of supernatural creativity that goes from a spontaneous thought into, okay, Jesus, can we put this into a note? Can we formulate this? Literally the this notes and sounds and vibrations become vessels for you to create through, just like Alpha and Omega, Jesus created the universe through words. Like it's it is ridiculous. And so to be able to look at your art process and your artwork and to be able to say, it is good. Because there are a lot of times I would say, this is terrible. <laughs> it is not good for me to do music. Like it's, like, it's not good at all. So for me to be able to like come to this place is phenomenal. Um, and outside of myself, um, Social Club is one for sure. I love their heart, man. I love how they express hope through music and they, they express hope through relate, relatability. They, they express hope through relatability and through being able to come down to earth where people are and then they just kill it at their shows and their concerts. They just bring Jesus full force, full throttle, nonstop. Um, I love that heart. I love that creativity to be able to do it like that. Um, Lecrae, even though I barely listen to his music, I still love that man's heart and his longevity. Um, the fact that people keep saying a thousand different things about him they want to say that they know his heart and they judge his interior motives and the things that are going on in his mind they have no idea what that man's going through or what he does things for but he still maintains truth before the lord and he's like i don't care what people say i'm going to do what i know god's called me to do so i love him for that uh kb dude is just spitting bars of the kingdom every single time um unashamedly unapologetically which is awesome um 
But yeah, those are just a couple. And I even say that with fear and trembling, because just because you're not saying Jesus, 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 Jesus over and over again on every single track doesn't mean you're not spreading the kingdom. You know, I mean, you can do it subtly as well. You know, just like in the Old Testament, Jesus' name isn't mentioned once, but the entire Old Testament is about him. And so I feel like we try to judge artists and say like, oh, because I don't hear Jesus, it's not Christian. Like, they don't read the Old Testament then. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, don't yeah. tell me it's like not. Like everything from the tabernacle, about? like the showbread and right. everything. The entire thing is about him. And yeah. it's like, well, it's too symbolic. That's the point. It's a mystery. It's supposed to seek it out. So, you know, so yeah, those are some of the artists, but I, I have mad respect for any artist that's doing this on any scale because it is hard. Um, but those are just some of the ones I listen to. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what's some of your favorite albums, singles, or mixtapes? Man, that's a good question. Uh, I love, I love Specs mixtape. You know, talking about mixtapes, Spec is a crazy producer in the Christian world. He works with Flame. A lot of people know that, but he has been doing music in Sacramento area and a little bit of the Bay Area and now Atlanta. Um, and he has this mixtape called tracks christ and videotape and it's it's you've got it man you got to try to find that somewhere it's, i think a couple of songs are definitely still on youtube i think it's phenomenal um let's see as far as an album goes i want to say social clubs no uh what was it called man what was their album title i think it's called misfits i think it's just called misfits um but it's got the little pug dog on there on oh, the yeah. cover yeah like that album got me through my depression period. The song, No Sleep, I Don't Wanna Go To Sleep. I feel like I'm wasting time. It's a waste of time. I'm feeling way behind, feeling way behind. Like that song got me through my depression period. Their song, Cops, made me feel a lot of joy and happiness. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's a pizza it's always, party, yo. Like, yeah, it's always good to so get yeah, a, that, yeah. a box of pizza and jam that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pineapples so. is pretty funny. I, I got yes. like, a little pineapple USB drive from a, a convenience store and put their uh, music video on there <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh, it and if that music so i always call it pineapples i think you're talking about uh the actual title of this called heavy hand right yeah 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 watch out for the pipe bros they're crazy so i love that i love that album the misfits album by social club and then a single dang bro that's hard um i'll say no tempo for now by kb from like 2000 probably 2015 2016 um it was just so hard when it first came out and i still remember how it made me feel when i first heard it i was like whoa thing is crazy so yeah um so uh, what's your uh, testimony how did you come to know jesus as your savior yeah um well i had a crazy encounter with jesus when i was just a kid um and this encounter was a dream and this dream was basically a warning that the devil was after my life um and basically after i woke up from this dream i woke my mom up from her sleep it was like four o'clock in the morning maybe and before i knew it we were headed off to the hospital because my stomach was aching crazy aching and crazy pain and uh you know got to the hospital the doctors were all stat stat go 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 everybody you know and i just remember seeing white um hospital jackets flying around everywhere and i passed out and um, two hours into the operation, two doctors came out to my mom and were like, what did you do on the way here to keep him alive? Like, and she was like, I had both hands on the wheel. I wasn't touching him. I was praying. And they were like, no, listen, his appendix was twice the size 
any appendix we've ever seen in our t- all of our careers. It should have burst on the way here. What, whatever you did, you know, it saved his life. We can use that to save other people's lives. And she was like, no, I'm being completely, I'm not lying to you. I swear, all I did was pray. And um, so that dream is what woke me up. And if it weren't for that dream, and Jesus himself was in the dream, if it weren't for that dream, I would be dead in my sleep. The appendix would have burst in my sleep. I would have not even known. So, um, and then as far as, so then after that, you know, fast forward after that event, I'm in school, I'm getting indoctrinated with all kinds of different religions and different opinions and different things around me. And I still have the scar from the operation. And I still remember the dream vividly. And I'm just like, well, how do I know that was Jesus? And how do I know that it wasn't Buddha or Allah, like, you know, being Jesus in my conscious, because that's the only way I could perceive them. And how do I know, like, you know, there are other religions out there, kids who are dying in Iraq and Iran with guns in their hands talking about some, I'll become a suicide bomber for my God. It's like, I'm not going to be a suicide bomber for Jesus. Heck no. Like, these kids are dying for their faith. Like, how am I supposed to say? And so I was just like, mm, I'm going to leave all that alone. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and then that just put me on this downward spiral of just, because I don't know who God is, then there's no rules and there's no real way to tell and I think I was more of an agnostic stage by that point. Uh, started getting into pornography heavy, um, suicidal thoughts at the same time, because I wanted to respect all women. <laughs> I wanted to respect women because I had two sisters and I didn't want to be a hypocrite, but I was being a hypocrite. <laughs> and the conflict, it had nothing to do with Jesus. It had everything to do with my own, like my own self-righteousness. Like I refused to be like those dirtbag guys who abuse women and take advantage of other people's daughters and it's like look at me i'm doing it through the internet and so like the suicidal thoughts were like you're worthless and like if your sisters ever found out like how terrible and you know um and then after that you know not longer after that like god just he reached out through different events and i ended up going to a youth group where these kids were just praising god in different ways 15 16 17 years old and I'm like, I think I was 19 or 18 at the time. And they're just going for it. And I'm like, I need to sit in the back because I don't belong here. I'm going to burst in flames if I go any closer to the front. So I sit all the way in the back. And the pastor, I never see him until he talks on the microphone. I'm trying to figure out who is talking. But all I hear is you. He's like pointing to me. Like, you in the back. You love God. You love the things of God. Come up here. I like get on the stage and I'm like, maybe he's seven eight feet away from him and he's like don't come any closer to me holy spirit is going to hit you right now he snaps his fingers holy spirit falls on me starts speaking in tongues instantly i didn't say romans 10 and 9 i didn't say john 3 16 like i was just broken and surrendered and he just came right. and uh yeah that's the and ever since then man we've been you know now we're here so <laughs> that's cool um what kind of work do you do? <laughs> I do kingdom work, man. <laughs> I do kingdom work. God has made it very clear that he does not want my hands to work in any industry, any, like, maintenance, any kind of, like, fast food. Like, I've... It's crazy the doors that he has shut in front of my face. I had a Christian friend of mine who she was leaving Burger King. She was a manager there for three years. Five years, I'm sorry. Manager at Burger King for five years. And she was like, hey, are you still looking for a job? I was like, yes. 
And like, you know, she does everything legit with me. She's like, I'm not giving you a hookup. I'm not giving you a hookup. I'm literally seeing if you have what it takes to be in this field before I leave here. She was going to transfer to some other business and she didn't want to be the manager there anymore. But before she left, she wanted to get me a job there. So I did the actual interview. We didn't cut any corners. And she was like, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend. I'm telling you, you killed the interview. You articulated yourself very well. You answered every question with flying colors. You are, you know, I'm, I'm going to pull up your profile right now online. So she looked for my profile online. I applied for three different jobs. She could not find my profile. Oh, wow. And so she was like, as a manager, this has never happened to me before. I'm like, hmm, okay. She's like, apply for two more positions and maybe your profile will pop up. You know, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe it's just, you know, hidden. Apply for two more jobs, still, still couldn't find me. I was like, well, I'll just make another profile. She's like, you can't. I was like, what do you mean I can't? She's like, well, you put your social into, you, you put your social security card number in, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, once your social's in, that's your profile. Huh. Unless you have another social somewhere and at that point at that moment i kid you not i thought to myself because i have a brother but he's autistic so he doesn't really like at the time he wasn't really using his social like that so i thought to myself i can use my brother's card i'm gonna do it yeah go i can use my brother's card you know i can use his number and i was like that's stupid because that'll give me a break they, they will find me like you can't play with those so i was like no it's fine you know what i know what's going on so i let her go and I was like, even if it was the enemy stopping my process, stopping that process, like only God has the power. Like the enemy has to get the power from God. So very frustrating um, at the time. That was like six years ago. But now I know like God has let it be very, very plain to me that he has things for me that, you know, he set me apart, set me apart for real, for real. So um, even the jobs that I do have access to, like I do renovation work, um, I have painted fences for someone who owns a huge spot of land in the Elk Grove area. He literally has a farm out there. Um, so I've painted his fences. I've gutted out his gutters. I've um, mowed his his fields. Like everyone I've worked with are Christian people. And it's usually consistent of hard labor. So, but it's money, so. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, but God, is, God knows what he's doing, so. Uh, what, what's some of your hobbies? Stories, telling stories, from, you know, storylines, writing plots, um, coming up with different um, scenarios for like, you know, I guess screenwritings, if you call them that. Um, yeah, stuff like that. I like, uh, I like into, I like into, my, I like it myself to be like a aspiring, you know, director one day where I'm able to like, you know, direct feature-length films, but it's like, I mean, obviously not right now, I'm doing music and a ton of other stuff, but that would be pretty cool. So right now it's just a hobby, so, yeah. That's awesome. So so you write stories and all that, and you want to direct? Yeah, different, I would love to direct, man, different storylines. Right now they're more like plots, not even complete stories. Um, got different scenarios. One of them regards the Garden of Eden. So the Garden of Eden is in the Bible. It doesn't say like the Garden of Eden just disappeared and it's never coming back. Like it's hidden, you know. And so like I have the storyline where the Garden of Eden is literally a floating mountain, and it's like you know certain supernatural situations take place where these kids find it in there. Like when they get on it, they're trying to get off because there's like a flying sword going.
going back and forth at one part of the garden oh. and there's like a cherubim at different entrances and they're not Christians and all they know is this island is, this garden is, this place is scary. We need to get the heck, I don't think humans <laughs> are supposed to be here. Which, biblically speaking, they're right. Um, God made it known. He's like, I don't want people on this on, in this garden anymore. So they're trying to escape, um, but it's a supernatural island. So it's, it's, it's pretty... It's pretty uh, suspenseful, um, but yeah, th- th- you know, little things like that. That's pretty cool. Kind of like a super book in a way. Have you watched that? Yeah, I've heard of that. I've got different friends involved. I got different friends involved in everything, man. Super book, anime. Um, I myself is involved a little bit of anime, Avatar, The Last Airbender, stuff like that. So, yeah, there's different flavors. <laughs> what what kind of skills do you have? Um, communication, obviously, um, networking, um, I really would like to be, I mean, you know, God's will over everything, but if I had a say, if I could say that, if I had a say, I wouldn't mind being a, um, a PR, you know, a public relations officer or a public relations director, um, because all they do is they just, they convey through different networks what, so if I was the public relations officer to Walmart, let's say, I would convey Walmart's vision. I would I would relay Walmart's connections and their networks and people they worked with. And I would relay their legacy to other branches and other stores and other, you know, markets out there. And I'd be like, this is why you want to partner with Walmart. This is why you want to support Walmart. And I would literally be relating, you know, their legacy to the public. Um, that's all a public relations officer does. And I know how to do that very, very well. Um, I've done it you know, in different Christian rap circles where different people met each other for the first time through me uh, because of what I said and how I, you know, uh, represented them. So I could do that for money. That would be fun. That's pretty cool. Um, what, what's your favorite Bible verse? Romans 8.28. Yes. But we know that God causes all things to work together for the His purposes according to but we know God causes all things to work together for those who love Him according to His purposes. So, you know, I just that that verse has encouraged me and kept me when things are crazy, when things don't make sense, when I can't make sense of God, when I don't understand what the heck He's doing. I just fall on Romans eight twenty eight and just try to glean from some peace from that. So, yeah. Wow. Um, what what are some uh, ministries you're involved in? Uh, well, at the very moment, none right now. Um, yeah, I've got this nonprofit situation going on with a friend of mine. I'm not going to give too much detail on that because that's his, but when that's up and running, I'll be a part of that. And that is very much so ministry-centered. Um, so there's that, but I'm not even doing that yet because it's not up and running. So that's more of a future thing. But as of now, as of this very moment, uh, yeah, just my own rap stuff that I'm doing, honestly. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what are some different ways you uh, evangelize or reach people for Jesus? Go out witnessing on the street. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time, though. Um, but even when I'm like headed somewhere, going to a different location, or about to go somewhere, I'm on a light road station, or I'm walking somewhere, I see someone who I think God is highlighting to me. I just like, hey man, you know, how your day going? You know, I don't mean to take much of your time, but hey, I got a question for you. You know about Jesus, man? What do you know about Jesus? You know, just simple, practical stuff. Um, so yeah, I have just, you know, every now and then, God will be like, hey, that person over there. I'm like, yes, Lord. And uh, let's just see what takes place after that. 
That's cool. Um, going back to talking about music, uh, besides rapping, can you sing? I can sing, but I can't sing well. And I say not well, I mean, there's only a limited range that I have. And even then, that range, it depends on what note I'm trying to carry. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope that answers your question. Uh, have you ever uh, dabbled in making or producing beats or any, anything like that? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Not. Uh, I've, I've dabbled in Pro Tools. Um, dabbled in logic trying to get some beats laid down nothing's successful the most success I have is when I like make sounds with my mouth or I'm like hitting some like hitting my hand against a desk or like pounding against some kind of object and, and recording that at the same time the problem is when that happens your tempo is not exact only the computer is exact with tempo um, and so you know then you know you take the the kick or whatever you're pounding against and you when it's recorded you mix it down a little bit and you like bring the frequencies up or down and you make it sound like a real kick or a real bass but uh it's not it's not consistent enough it's not something you want to work with as far as like actually getting a song done oh, so yeah, yeah. so uh, we shall see what the future holds <laughs> so are you uh artistical can you like uh paint or draw at one point, and I probably still can, I just haven't done it in a while, but at one point I was able to make figurines out of foil. Um, started off with dinosaurs. Jurassic Park was one of the craziest movies I ever saw as a kid, and I was so inspired by the T-Rex, and I was like, I just wanna, I wanna, I wanna emulate that somehow. I wanna put that on paper, I wanna do something. I wanna, couldn't find any pencils, couldn't find any pens. Um, we were living at my auntie's house at the time, and. She was very meticulous. She knew where everything was and everything had a place. And I didn't know where any of those places were. So I almost half destroyed her house looking for paper and pens and crayons. Couldn't find anything. But I found a box of foil in one of the cabinets of her kitchen. And from that, I made a Tyrannosaurus Rex. My mom was on the phone with a friend. And I showed her my T-Rex out of foil. She's like, I got to call you back. And she was like, did you make this? Did you make this? Oh, my God. And she looked at it for like... 10 to 15 minutes just stared at it like my son knows how to make dinosaurs out of foil she was like this is, I've never seen this she was just amazed so but yeah uh, so share a brief history of like uh, I guess uh, your, your own experience or your own history of like Christian rap and hip hop like how far has it come from when you were first exposed to it to, to now Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Sheesh. I remember back in the day when I was really, really young, there was this group called PID, and that stands for Preachers in Disguise. Um, man. And they were more like the MC Hammer sound, you know, and like really old school. Um, and now we've come to a place where we're, we're literally pushing the envelope, you know, um, I believe real soon here we're going to see some Christian artists come up with their own genres. In fact, I've actually heard of some come up with their own genres of rap. Um, so, yeah, we've... Come from on. where it started and from what I remember, you know, I was highly influenced and touched by Kurt Franklin, you know, the New Nation Project, and, you know, Do You Want a Revolution, you know, Stomp and all those songs. And I consider that 
because of the beats, I considered that rap. And then running in the cross movement, you know, and Lecrae, and just like all these different camps of people, you know, Reflection Music Group and, you know, Derek Minor and all them. It's like, what is this? Like lamp mode. It's like, oh my gosh, this is real rap, you know, so, you know, and still love Kirk Franklin, but it's like the distinction was super obvious. It was undeniable. So, yeah, we've we've gone light years man it's 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 astounding and overwhelming to see where we've come i think honestly yeah yeah i've seen throughout the years like a lot of the different like changes to like how uh, like back in the day when i first met you on uh myspace uh, there was uh som soldiers on a mission cypress yeah. train nine von juan literati and several others Shit. from houston and um, some of them have since retired. Some have continued to to go on and do music, and then some retired and came back. So, and then uh, DJ Primo, have you heard of him before? No, not DJ Primo. No. Yeah, he he was uh, a DJ in uh, Houston. He passed away. So I've seen some of the different ones that come and go. Remember DJ Official? Official. Yeah, that's the one I think of, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Rest in glory, actually. R.I.G. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, talk about your mixtape, your your new one you just came out with. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually have a text message. Can I text real quick? The camera's gonna go off screen for a second. Is that okay? Yeah, that's cool. All right, cool, sweet. This is an important one. Um, yeah. As far as the mixtape goes, you can still hear me, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the mixtape, man, that thing is literally just me talking about this transition that I went through. Like, you know, I went through a transition in my life where I saw God at a greater level and a more clearer uh, capacity than what I ever had before. So, you know, it's just like, it was crazy, man. Um, even how God made it to where I came up with the name, because I was going to name it something else. And so, like... It's all his sovereignty, really. Um, let's see. I'll say. So the other mixtape, I, I it's really connected. The other the other mixtape I dropped um, before this one was called Torn, and I'm not too I'm not too thrilled with Torn. Honestly, I just did it because I needed to have an outlet for the things I was experiencing, and God provided that outlet, you know, by allowing me to record in different places and put this stuff on Logic and just lay it all down. So I dropped it, you know, I was like, okay. And it actually has ministered to a lot of people, even though to me, the the, the delivery is, is very, very low grade. It's not, I'm not impressed with it, even myself. I'm not satisfied with it. But, you know, uh, God takes our slingshots and he kills giants with them. So whatever is cool. But with that project, with the last project I dropped with Torn, I was just expressing what I went through as a person. I was just expressing the hard times and how I was trying to hold on to faith and then through it I was just expressing the tribulations that I was facing emotionally which that was okay but with this mixtape me being in a better place I wanted to kind of go backwards and talk about me who I am as a person who God has made me to be the things that he's put inside of me and deposited in me as far as revelation is concerned and longevity and the things that he's done the good work he started in me that he will see to completion one day I wanted to talk about that in this project so with this project I kind of went backwards like okay 
talked about what I went through last project this time. Let's talk about who I am as a person in Christ. And also talk about what I'm going through as far as this transition that God is putting me through um, and letting me experience. Um, and the transition for me was realizing that the disappointments that I had gone through and the hurt and the heartache that I went through were not just devastating in and of themselves. They were devastating mainly because underneath all that was a subconscious defense mechanism of control that I couldn't see. Um, that God was like, hey, like, you accidentally tried to control your future, you know, because you controlled your livelihood so well in your own eyes that you subconsciously started controlling your future and the outcomes of what was going to happen in time and what time frame those things were going to happen in. Um, but I'm the one who holds your future. And so against me, your control mechanism completely shattered before your eyes. And that was the most devastating thing. It wasn't the disappointments. It wasn't the sadness of not getting the things when you wanted them. It was the fact that I destroyed your self-defense mechanism. Um, and he revealed to me that came from things in my childhood. You know, my parents wanting to protect me from certain things, being extremely overprotective. And from that kind of being mean to me in some areas when I didn't have the answers to some questions or when I didn't have the information right when it came to going to certain events or going to certain places. So as a kid, how you stop that from happening to you is you control the narrative. You get as much information as you can and you control as much as you can. And if you can't get the information you need, you just say, okay, I'm not going to that church event. Or I'm not going to my auntie's house because I can't, I can't control the information, which means I'm going to get in trouble here. So when you control the information, well, when I control the information, I was able to answer my parents' questions before the accident, and I was safe, which is great. It worked out perfectly. But taking that into my adult life, my Christian life, and then my future, was it had terrifying results. Um, so being able to come into that revelation that God was showing me, like, hey, like, your defense mechanism isn't necessary anymore. You know, it showed me a different angle of his heart that I never saw before. You know. Oh, wow. And so that, that was the transition that I went through. And then overall, as the body of Christ, I mean, we're still going through transition, COVID-19, um, race wars. You know, in the midst of this race war, is the church going to decide to, you know, take the black church and the white church and combine? You know, like, what is our response in this transitional season? Like, you know, we have all the influence, we have all the power, and God's using all these things to shake us to our senses. What are we going to do about it? You know, yeah. and we're still in the transition until we come to a place of resolve. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the mixtape, man. That's awesome. Oh, where where can people find your uh, mixtape at? Where they can they find your social media? Yeah, so uh, Facebook, um, just type in Diligent the Artist. Instagram, you want to type into the search bar D A D I L I G E N T period one that'll spell the diligent one um and then as far as you know where to locate my music um and i can even send you some links man later on but yes yeah, soundcloud and bandcamp that's where to find it soundcloud you can download the songs for free i th i'm thinking bandcamp is free but when i tried to download them on my phone it was like they they wanted my email first and like or an option between giving them my email address or a 50 cents donation and i'm like oh no so SoundCloud is safe for sure. 
Um, this is all free. I don't want any payment for this. They're not even my beats. So I should, like legally, <laughs> I shouldn't be, there should be no money contributed to this project at all. Like I want to obey the laws of the land. Um, so yeah, um, SoundCloud is definitely a good place to get it. Awesome. Um, what are some encouraging words you can say to everyone listening? Yeah, this is in these times especially. Um, well, yeah. So I have a song called "No Worry Zone" on the mixtape. Let's just start with that. And you know, uh, in that song, you know, there's a part where I say, "All I know is I'm in a no worry zone. Feelings are liars trying to sabotage my soul." Um, whatever he says is the way it's gonna go. You know. So like, at the end of the day, God's word is final. You know, whatever He's spoken over our lives the promises that he has for us you know like i believe those things are still very much so in effect regardless of what's around us understand we can go into a communist like a communist wineskin we can go into a communist way of doing things tomorrow and god's promises are still true for us you know daniel shadrach meshach and abednego they weren't they were literally taken from their home and because they did not bow to the pressures around them, God probably gave them more than they ever dreamed of. They're in, you know, the wise men, they're in wise men's clothing, okay? They're dressed like wise men. They're eating food that they actually deny. They're like, actually, we want vegetables. Like, they are set for life. And it's like, man, how is it that we are exiled and yet we're probably living to a higher degree than we would have and we would have stayed in Jerusalem? This is what God does in the midst of our circumstances. If we remain faithful to him, he's still able to, you know, give us the fullness of what he promised us. Like, if we lose our lives, we shall still gain them. And in the midst of all this turmoil and trouble that we see around us, if we try to gain our own lives, we will lose it. So we have got to remain kingdom-minded. We've got to remain seeking the kingdom. We've got to remain giving our lives down on the altar as living sacrifices. And God will put us in palaces that we didn't think were even available um, no matter what's going on even if we turn communist tomorrow like America the great nation that we are it was never a guarantee that we would last like the only thing that's going to last is the kingdom of God this can crumble in an instant you know kingdoms have crumbled you know Rome has crumbled like be like oh we're an unstoppable kingdom you know Britain like America left Britain like nothing is there's only one thing that's certain but in the midst of that you know, him caring for us, you know, the righteous never being forsaken or begging for bread. That is certain. So, yeah. It's awesome, man. Now, thank you for uh, everything for this interview and, and taking your time to talk to me and share your music. Uh, any, anything else you want to say? Yeah, man. Thank you, too, for being an awesome representative of Christ, man, and being someone who spreads encouragement through different songs and artists that you found that's how you started in myspace man and just you know you've always had that real humble and encouraging heart you know to serve others and see them you know encouraged and to go forward in the faith and matter what they're facing so appreciate you too just for allowing me the privilege of being on one of your platforms man you are incredible and i just want to echo what god says over you well done good and faithful servant amen 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 that's good, that's good stuff pleasure talking to you man uh, man same here exactly the same stay blessed my friend all right i'll see you man yes sir until next right. time peace yeah